Uh, hello, everyone uh, at Liberty and also um, all the friends that are joining from home today. Um, I wrote this message last year when I was going through a season in my life where there was uh, an area of my life where I needed to develop more courage, I felt, and more internal strength uh, in my life. And uh, of course, we're going through a season right now with this uh, pandemic, which is requiring a lot of courage uh, from all of us. Uh, but of course, you don't uh, have to be going through a pandemic to uh, have uh, anxiety or fear or to need to develop courage more uh, in your life. So I'd love to just share about this today. And uh, if you have your Bibles, uh, looking uh, at the book of Joshua, uh, chapter 1, I'm going to do verse 6, 7, and then 9. And so this is the scripture where uh, God is speaking to Joshua just before uh, they're going to cross over into the promised land. And he says in verse 6, God says, Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land that I swore to their ancestors to give them. And then verse 7, he says it again, Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it from the right or the left that you may be successful wherever you go. And then again in verse 9, jumping to verse 9, he says, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And so uh, this phrase, be strong and courageous, uh, was used by God many times uh, throughout the Old Testament through uh, almost every leader. And then the leaders would tell other leaders, would also tell uh, their followers, uh, be strong and courageous. And so uh, we have to find, we find our own internal courage, and then we also release uh, courage to others. And so before we start, I just want to uh, remind us uh, what actually is courage. And courage is taking action despite feeling afraid. Now, if you don't feel afraid, uh, then you don't need courage. And uh, many times uh, this will occur the very first time we encounter a certain kind of difficulty or we do something new. Now, courage is like a state of mind. And for me, it's not the same as faith. I will put faith and courage as kind of like twin sisters. And so, for example, when I first started to drive uh, in Indonesia and also the United States, uh, it was quite challenging for me. And what I needed was I didn't need faith. I didn't need a miracle to happen. But what I needed was courage just to go out there and driving in America, driving the other side of the road in uh, Jakarta and Indonesia with all of the traffic there. And so with faith is something that happens in your heart. We, we develop our faith. We develop our trust in God, our belief in God you know, in our relationship with him. And uh, also through what we hear from the word of God. And whenever the Bible talks about faith, it always says whoever believes in his heart, whoever and some that word heart. Uh, can be used interchangeably in the Bible language with the word spirit. So faith and trust in God is something that develops in your heart. It develops in your knowing. And it's not always adequate for your mind because the miraculous things of God, the big things of God, the greatness of God cannot always be understood with our human mind. And so we have this faith in our heart where I believe that, you know, most of us uh, listening to this today really believe in God, believe he has a good future, believe he will protect, believe he will care for us. We have that deep knowing. But then we still have uh, this mind or this logical mind to deal with. And I, I believe that's where courage uh, comes into play. 
And so why is it that, you know, we need, uh, you know, uh, to be a courageous people, to be a courageous person? Uh, because you are limited by the amount of courage that you have and you limit people under you. If there are people working uh, beside you or under you, according you limit people according to the courage that you yourself possess. And different seasons require different kinds of courage and different amounts of courage. And sometimes you need courage just to survive a season or just to walk through a difficult situation. And other times it's needed for us to flourish, uh, for us to grow or to take advantage uh, of a new opportunity. Now, uh, for example, uh, in Asia where I work, when we enter a village, uh, it takes courage for us to do that. Now, we, we have the faith that God is going to go in there and he's going to do something good. Somebody's going to get delivered. There's going to be people healed. People are going to receive Jesus Christ. We're going to bless people in some way. We have the faith. That's why we're going in there. But it takes courage because we go in there and nobody knows uh, who we are. And we just suddenly uh, just show up. And it takes courage for us to begin to talk to people. And so that's why we, we have to know how to get that courage really uh, operating and not only uh, functioning in our mind, but also causing us to be able to act. Now, uh, in my uh, thoughts of this, I've uh, labeled all these different kinds of courage. And uh, I don't have time to talk about all of them today, but I'm just going to talk about two or three of them. And the first kind I would call risk courage. Uh, that is the courage to change something or to try new things or to do uh, something that involves adventure or something like a new business, a new study. And uh, what happens with risk courage is that I believe we are born uh, to take risk, to try new things, to uh, be adventurous, uh, because you just look at any child, you will see they have very little fear. And, you know, they can be on the top of a mountain, like a ski mountain, and they don't even know how to ski and they'll just go down and fall over 10 times and get up and do it again. And but as we get older, our life experiences uh, cause us pain and we lose some of that courage. Now, some of that is a good thing because how we need to have a wisdom. We don't get hurt all of the time. Uh, however, as we get older and older and older and older, we, we make our life safer and safer and safer. And I just encourage you do something that makes you a little bit afraid and let's stretch uh, our courage and let's step out and try something new. Is it praying for this, uh, somebody for the sick or doing an online course that, that you're not sure if you can do it, but step out and try new things and develop that, that courage for risk inside of you so that when a faith comes or when a prompting from God comes, that something where you want to expand your life, you wants to do something good in your life that you're already used to working with courage and to putting yourself in that posture. The second kind of courage I like to talk about uh, today is relational courage. And that's the courage to uh, be an independent voice, uh, to have an opinion, to confront something, or to speak up and say something. And many times we have a relational fear. Uh, inside we feel we are suffering in some way or uh, we are confused or there is a misunderstanding or uh, sometimes we just don't have good boundaries and we have that courage uh, is lacking inside of us and uh, it, it causes us to be bound. 
The third courage uh, I like to talk about, I will call uh, failure courage. <clears throat> now, failure courage to me happens when there's been a mistake or some kind of sin or there's been uh, a failure uh, or you felt there was a failure of yourself personally or within your organization or a decision that you made. Uh, it takes courage after that perceived failure or that real failure for you to stand again, for you to have confidence again, for you to rise up again. And the Bible is uh, full of failures. And uh, failure doesn't make you a failure. But what we need to do when we perceive a failure is to be able to rise up again, to have the courage to say, yes, I made a mistake. But this courage does not define who I am. This 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 uh, this failure, I'm sorry, does not define who I am. This failure is not... Uh, who I am. And so many times that, that failure becomes so big in our perspective that we don't see the wholeness of who we are and, and what we've done in our life. And uh, all businesses, all ministries will have uh, cyclical seasons of, you know, things are rising and things falling. And there's uh, times in our life where there's division, where there's offense. And so in that season, we, we when we feel pushed down, uh, we, we, we can stay down or we can stand up with courage and adapt and change and start over again. Don't let failure define you, but let it shape you. Every leader and every parent and uh, every person will fail. I can guarantee it. It's going to happen. You are a human being. Uh, it's going to happen. And let's just get over it and say, I'm not the only one in the world that made a mistake or had some kind of wisdom and give up this kind of uh, hindsight ruminating what I could have done, what I should have done, all of these things that happen. And so I want to talk to you today uh, very simply about uh, how uh, do we get more courage? You know, sometimes we talk about this as how to confront fear. But uh, today I want to look about, you know, how do we just increase as uh, becoming a courageous person? And I say that many times we know what to do. Uh, we know the right thing to do or we, we have a desire to do something. And it's not a knowledge problem but just a fear to step out, a courage problem to, to go out and to do something. And so I want to just give you a few hints today if uh, you're suffering from fear or you want a courage to go ahead and to do something. And the first thing we have to do, and I know this sounds very simple, is just make a decision to do it. Now, if God give the command to Joshua, to Moses, to Solomon, to all of these people to be courageous, that means that we can make an internal choice to have courage. Now, our emotions, the emotion of fear, it always comes from our thinking. So we have a certain thoughts and then it causes us an emotional feeling of fear. If we have other kind of thoughts, it causes an emotional feeling of courage to come. And so we don't have this knowledge problem, but we, um, in our thinking, we have a thinking problem that causes us to be afraid. And so we can set the posture of our mind that, yes, I'm going through this difficult season, or yes, I've started this course of study and I'm afraid, but I'm going to be courageous. I'm going to have strength. 
because God said I can be courageous. God said to be strong. And so you set yourself, I'm not going to be all afraid and weak and all of these things, but I'm going to have courage. And just speaking to yourself and just putting your mind in that posture, say, I'm going to walk through this situation with courage, releases courage uh, into your life. Now, uh, with this uh, season that we're going through, uh, I know it's it can provoke a lot of fear. And also uh, myself, uh, sometimes I felt some uh, anxieties. I've had to make uh, different um, decisions in this season. And so and um, <clears throat> recently uh, somebody called to me and they said, look, I'm just so gripped by fear. And we, we just begin to talk and we begin to pray. And so I want to talk about <clears throat> some of the things that uh, – that I'm doing right now and that I've done in different seasons to keep myself in a posture of courage uh, as we walk through this and uh, not yielding and not, not surrendering to a fear. And we also have, uh, you know, we've suffered some losses and disappointments, but we've also seen the hand of God doing some very wonderful things. And so the first thing uh, that I'm really doing it right now is uh, in my prayer in the morning, probably about half of the time I'm giving to soaking. Now, if you, uh, some of you listeners at home are not familiar to what we call soaking, uh, what soaking means is that uh, maybe we may just put on some music, uh, maybe some worship music, some music that uh, worships God, that brings us into the love, the love of God. And uh, I'm just sitting there and just receiving the love of God, just, and, and we call soaking, like we're soaking in a warm bath. So we're receiving God's love, we're receiving God's faithfulness, we're receiving God's uh, father as a father into our life and uh, the bible says that love casts out all fear and so as well as just setting our mind into that posture of courage as we receive the love of god our fear has to go because love casts out that fear the second thing uh, i encourage you to do is to have an awareness when those fearful thoughts begin to come like oh we are doomed or uh, maybe my child is not going to be safe we, we have all these different fearful thoughts and those are the thoughts that create uh, emotions uh, that are not courageous that are fearful and so be aware when when those thoughts come and begin to change them and say you know i believe god i believe in god's protection pray psalm 91 i believe god is with us walking through these things uh, the next thing I'll say is to share your fears, you know, share and let's talk with each other and let's be vulnerable. Different seasons in my life, you know, I've just found people that I really trust and you know, I cried and I shared my heart. And when you do that, it releases the courage from that person into your life. And uh, sometimes when we are alone in, in a time of our weakness and our fear, it, it magnifies uh, that fear that we have. But when we share it, it begins to put things back down into perspective. And finally, what I'd like to say is we're hearing so much news right now. And uh, from, uh, you know, uh, here in New Zealand, we're watching the COVID updates, maybe. Uh, it, me and my mum enjoying to watch them at one o'clock. And we're reading so many things and we're hearing so many things. And it's easy to forget that we have a supernatural God. We have a powerful God. Now, we will have wisdom. But we have the supernatural power of God uh, walking with us, you know, through all of these different things. And, um, and what I've been doing at the moment, you know, I've been reading through the, the Gospels. And uh, and at night, I've been reading uh, 
Maria Wood, Woodworth Adder. So uh, if you haven't heard of her, she was a great uh, healing evangelist last century. And uh, I'm reading all her sermons right now. And so I'm like uh, praying and, you know, sending angels and binding demons and releasing healing and uh, praying deliverance and financial miracles and all sorts of things right now. And it's really come because, you know, I just encourage myself again that we have a powerful God that's bigger than his good news is bigger than any other news that we might be hearing. So let's not forget that we are not bound to all of the natural things that's going on in this season or any other season where you need courage. But we walk with a God of miracles and uh, he wants to show himself strong and he wants to uh, do things in your life. In Acts uh, 15 verse 32 uh, it talks about Judas and Silas, and in the times in the book of Acts, there's a lot of persecution towards Christians. It was a very scary time um, to be a Christian, and uh, at this time, the believers would need a lot of strengthening and a lot of courage uh, because of you know the things that they were experiencing and the risk of their own lives. Sometimes their belongings were taken, and so Acts 15 verse 32 it says Judas and Silas who themselves were prophets, said much to encourage and strengthen the believers. And I love the word encourage uh, in English. It doesn't translate so well in some other languages, but it says encourage. And so when we encourage another person, what we do is we release some of the courage that we have uh, into that person's life. So something that they were afraid to do now, uh, they're able to do. And so I encourage you in this time, receive courage from others and also release courage into other people's lives and strengthen ourselves, you know, for what we've been through or, or, or what might be ahead. Uh, just before I came, uh, one of my staff, uh, one of my women's staff, uh, she really, really wants to drive. And I really, really want her to learn to drive also because uh, I need her to, to be helpful in that way. And so every time I was asking asking her, even though she really, really wants to drive, she oh, no, 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 not today, not today. I'm too scared today. And so I, w I would uh, keep asking her. And then finally, one day we were uh, on the motorway coming home. And uh, usually before when I've taught other people to uh, to drive, uh I usually just told them, put your hand on the gear stick, you know, and I just start to move their hands so they can understand how to do the gears. I said, just put your hand. Said, no, 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 just put your hand. And then I put my hand on a gear stick. We just begin to do it together. And and then praise God, by the time we get home, you know, she already understands the gears. And that's how we release courage to people. We just push a little bit and encourage a little bit and give a word and give them confidence, uh, especially in this season. And I'd like to just end with uh, this very wonderful scripture uh, for us living in a Christian life uh, from the Apostle Paul. It's in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 13. It's 1 Corinthians 16, uh, verse 13. It says, be on your guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Do everything in love. Hallelujah. So I'd really just love to pray for all of you uh, out there today. Uh, Father, we just come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, I just thank you for every person here. Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that we are believers. Lord, that we have this internal strength. We have this internal courage. Lord God, we thank you for your perfect love, which casts out fear. Father God, we thank you, God, for the ability to soak, for the ability just to come and to be in your presence, Lord God. Father, we thank you for the friends. We thank you for the encouragement of others, Lord. 
And Father, we pray that in our mind, Lord God, that you help us to take captive all of the thoughts of our mind through the day, Lord. Father God, that we put ourselves in a posture that I'm going to be strong, that I'm going to have courage. I'm going to walk through these things. I'm going to step out and try new things. And Father God, that when for those that have fallen, Father God, we just uh, command them, we just speak to them to get up again, to rise up again, those that felt like they failed, and say that there is a courage to step up and, and, and to begin again. Father, we just thank you, Lord, that you are with us. Lord God, we thank you that we serve a supernatural God. Father, we thank you that you are the God of miracles. And Lord God, we thank you that, Father, in this season, we believe to see great miracles of healing, great miracles of financial provision, great miracles of wisdom, Lord God, that's coming from heaven and guiding us and directing us. And Lord God, creating something very wonderful, Lord God, in our life, in our church, Father God, in this nation, Father. So Lord, we thank you that you are with us and that you are for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, God bless you, and uh, it's been wonderful to share with you today. And uh, keep safe until until I see you again. Bye.